It's exactly 12 o'clock midnight, Boulevard Watch Time. And now, from the Smokin' Hot Toddcast Studios on Potomatic.com, the NBC Network joins the Potomatic Network to bring you Orson Welles and the Potomatic.com Orchestra, featuring the vocal stylings of the one and only Ollie. Tonight you'll hear three tones ring out They have a special meaning So here's what it's all about Three little tones have just had their say Funny but honey, that's what they say Chimes have rung The program's done My love song has just begun Turn the dial of your heart Tune into my station Though we may be miles apart Your radio tells you I know Listen, dear Can't you hear I love you From wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Poor, Sheila, D.A. Williams, and Orson Welles, and featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. What is up? We are back. We are back with episode one of season two. Of the Smoking Hot Toddcast, I tell you, it's an absolute thrill to be back here with you because, to be honest with you, we didn't really know if it was going to happen. That's right. I mean, we were we're all kind of stunned that the show was able to come back in full capacity because, I mean, to be honest with you, we thought that Potomatic would be like, you know what? Y'all are cute, but peace out. You guys have got to go. The show's just not doing it for us. Or, or somebody would complain. Somebody out there would complain and say, Please stop uploading this show to the internet. We, we just want you to fade away into the distance. But you know what? Everybody seemed to enjoy it. We gained a fan base. And we here we are again with season two of the
of the Smoking Hot Toddcast, and it's absolutely a blast to be here with you. And uh, we've got a lot of fun stuff planned for you within the coming uh, weeks. I mean, uh, it's unlimited. We don't really know how many episodes we're going to do this season because we have such an open such an open place now. We can just go out and do as much as we can, uh, but we're going to entertain you the best way we know how. And I tell you, the, the sentiment of not knowing for sure if the Smoking Hot Toddcast was going to return... Uh, is shared uh, among all of us. We all were pretty negative about this and, and just really didn't believe it was going to happen. Uh, but uh, here we are. God, I mean, just, it's kind of shocking. The shock's not really worn off from this. So, but, so we're just really excited uh, to be back here with you. And we got a lot of things to get to. So let's get into this week's episode where we, where we'll be talking with all the cast members of this, well, most of them, not all of them, but most of the cast members of the Smoking Hot Todd cast. And uh, you'll, you'll see just how in agreement we all were about coming back with the second season. We'll also have some funny stories for you. Plus, we'll have some special messages from a particular Republican presidential candidate. And of course, a brand spanking new Ollie report. Ollie's back on the beat, and you'll be hearing uh, what exactly is going down with him. And it's all coming your way as we progress on into the second season of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. Meanwhile, in the Podomatic.com commissary... Man, I am starving. I think I'll get the Podomatic special. Welcome to the Podomatic commissary. Can I take your order? D.A.? Oh, hey, hi, Toddy. How are you? Good to see you. D.A., what, what are you doing? What, what the hell is this? What are you doing here? I'm at work. What do you think I'm doing? Hey, is Tail Seven's food up yet? What, what, what do you mean you're at work? You, you, you don't work down here. Why, why, are you, why are you working at the Potomatic Commissary? Well, hot tidy, I mean, I have to have a job. And we fell on hard times after the podcast got canceled. What, what do you mean the podcast ca- It's not canceled. Come again? The podcast. It's not canceled. We just started the second season today. We're in the middle of it right now. Oh. Well, I thought for sure we'd get canceled after last season. Well, what makes you say that? Why? Todd. Come on. Look, look we, we garnished a great fan base over the summer. A lot of people enjoyed the podcast. And Podomatic was very adamant about us coming back for a second season. Oh, well, I pretty much just walked away from it after it was over. I, I didn't think we'd have a chance. But all right, I'll, I'll take that. Sure, why not? I don't believe this. You, you, you completely lost faith in the podcast that bad that you just abandoned it to, to come work here at the commissary? Well, I didn't abandon it. Hell, even you said you didn't think we'd be back. No, I thought we sucked. Yeah, I thought we wouldn't be back either. But damn it all, if Podomatic didn't come right back and say, hey, you guys rock come do this again. And don't you remember gathering you all together and telling you that we're coming back for a second season? Not really, no. And besides, it didn't matter because I, I knew we wouldn't be back. So th- that's why I got the job here. I need Table 7's food! Raul! To put that mop down, my man! God! It's, it's, it's a bit stressful up here. I'm sorry. I just, I gotta get... Where's Table 7's food? DA! Come on, man. Would you just relax? You don't need this kind of stress. Come back and work for us at the podcast. For God's sakes, we're, we, we need everybody at work. No, you're, you're right. I'll, I'll quit here and then I'll be back to help y'all here in just a little bit. But... First, I gotta get Table Seven's food out. By the way, what do you want to eat? Oh, for God's sakes! Automatic special. You got. It. And now, an important message from Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump. 
And that was an important message from Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump. Well, in our world's rich history, there have been wars over money, women, land, power. The list goes on and on. But little is known about the wars over Nutella. That's right. A 24-year-old man in California is being held at $50,000 bail after he allegedly punched a 78-year-old Costco shopper in the face over samples of Nutella waffles. According to police, the victim told the guy that he wanted a sample and he shouldn't take so many. And they're claiming that the elderly shopper approached the sampler and snatched all the Nutella samples. But the good news is the 78-year-old man is not hurt. He suffered a one-inch cut in addition to some swelling above his left eye. But the guy who punched him faces one count of elder abuse as well as the special allegation that he inflicted great bodily harm to the elderly man and if he's convicted he will face up to 11 years in prison so lesson learned if a customer wants some nutella let them have the nutella thank you i hope you enjoy well hello sir would you like to try a sample of nutella waffle nutella uh yeah it's absolutely delicious. You can have some. Here you go. Me want Nutella. Oh, wait. No, sir. You can't have them all. Nutella. Hey, hey, put that Nutella. down. And put all those down. Oh, shit. The humanity. Oh, the humanity. Smoking hot podcast. Hey, Miss Pingrino, are you excited about being back on the Toddcast? Uh, what? The Toddcast, you know, the, the podcast we do, the, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Wait, we're doing that again? Yes, why is that so shocking for everyone? Yes, we're starting our second season. Oh, wow. Well, I never thought that. Jeepers, thanks for that. I'm just saying, I kind of thought this was over. I mean, after last season, I thought for sure we'd be canceled. And why is that? Todd, come on. No, why? Why? Why do you think that was? Why do you think that is? Ollie, da, constant fart noises. Okay, I see it now. Yeah, but hooray for a second season, right? <laughs> I hate you. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful, and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually Hot Toddy. Oh well, pardon me, Mister Perfect. Well, I've spent days trying not to think about it, not wanting to talk about it, just trying to put it out of my mind completely and move on. But it would be it would be it would be irresponsible to not at least mention it and talk a little about it here on this week's Smoking Hot Toddcast because the first episode of season two is following the devastating defeat of the Tennessee Volunteers. To the University of Florida Gators, uh, you know this is the eleventh time in a row that Florida has beaten Tennessee. Now, for those of you who don't know, who are listening abroad, uh, the Smoking Hot Toddcast is recorded here in Knoxville, Tennessee, home of the Volunteers. So you understand that Tennessee football is a very huge and very important part of everyone's lives here, including yours truly. And so, you know, if you saw the game or heard about the game or know what went down, you know what I'm talking about. How just awful it it was because you know in in years past 
especially last year, even you were sitting on pins and needles to the very end because you didn't know if they were going to be able to hold the lead. And, and they had the lead. It was only just a sm- very small one, and you were just hoping that they could get it. And then in the end, unfortunately, they weren't able to hold it, and they lose in the end. This game... We got the lead early on, and we had a comfortable lead right up until the very end. Folks, the, the, the final score of the game was 28-27. to 27. We were ahead by two or three touchdowns for most of the game, and then right at the very end, literally, and, and I'm not kidding, a minute and a half left in the entire game, Florida comes back with a touchdown and puts themselves one point ahead of us. I mean, seriously, I mean, it, it was just, it was so terrible and it was just so painful because we were comfortable. We all just sat there comfortably, just waiting for the time to run out. All they had to do was just let, was just hold them back so they wouldn't be able to get that last touchdown and they still got it and beat us for the 11th time. We've not beaten Florida since 2004. I mean, that's just that's just so it's so sad, you know, because we want to beat Florida. We want to beat them so bad. That's we don't even care about national championships or any kind of championship game or any kind of bowl game. All we want to do is beat Florida because beating Florida would be like our version of the Super Bowl. Okay, that'd be that's our version of winning the Super Bowl is is beating Florida. I mean, it's it's so big. And there really is scientifically, because we, we wanted to go in-depth as to why we lost to Florida. And when we go back and you look at exactly what happened, the reason why we lost to Florida, not you know maybe not the, the ultimate reason. Of course, you can push back any team at any point and keep them from scoring and win the game. But the ultimate reason why we lost was because there was an opportunity after one of our touchdowns to get two points, the two-point conversion, and instead we went for the extra point. The reason why is because our head coach, Butch Jones, uh, decided that it was for the best because that's what he had in his play call book was to go for the extra point instead of going for two. But see, the opportunity was there. It would have been absolutely easy. It would been so easy to get two points. But the thing about it is, is that even if he didn't get the two points, even if he went for the two-point conversion and didn't get it, people would not be as pissed off at him today as they are because... He would have at least made the attempt. He didn't even make the attempt. It was really a bonehead move. It really was. But to go for that extra point, it still put us in the lead. But if we got the two-point conversion, they still would have been either tied with us or one point behind. I can't really remember. It's trying to do trying to do math in my head. Don't even go. Don't even go there. But anyway, uh, this is why I do podcasts and not why I'm an engineer uh, ruling the world. That's simple as that. But but anyway, regardless, it would either kept them at a point behind or tied us and then put us into overtime. But he didn't go for it, and so. So that was the main issue is that he decided to act real conservatively with it and stay behind and do status quo, which is not a terrible thing. But again, you know, look what happens. So really, the the moral of the story comes down to this. Spread your wings a little bit. Do a little bit more than just what your playbook calls for, because that's what wins games. You know, is stepping out of the box and thinking, well, this can fool them if we can do this. We've, we've done it. We've won the game. And that's what it's all about is just stepping out of that box and doing something a little bit different than what, you know, than everybody else and not letting them expect it. But we, we, we bypassed that, and unfortunately it, it cost us the game. And, and again, uh, Vol Nation, the big orange country over here, is uh, 
is very is sulking really bad. They're very they're very sore this week because they're they were very unhappy over the loss to Florida. This was supposed to be our year, so now we don't know if uh, if it'll ever get better because 2014 was a very possible year. 2015 was almost guaranteed to be our year, but now Florida you know looks to get better, and if that's the case, then. Who knows when the next time we'll beat Florida. Somebody posted on their Facebook page uh, after the game. Uh, it made me laugh. I, I don't think it's true, but it, it made me laugh when I saw it. He said, and I quote, we'll never beat Florida again. <laughs> it's just the way it is. You know, we, that's how we feel. We feel we'll, we'll never get to feel that again, uh, that feeling of beating Florida ever again. But, you know, we'll see what happens. But uh, but all this being said, though, the bottom line is Butch Jones is a fantastic coach. He is one of the greatest coaches that we've had at our school in in the last few years. I mean, he's probably he's been the best since Philip Fulmer uh, because he's he's got great passion, he's got great power, and he really and he's got a great recruiting class. He had an absolutely fantastic, so many fantastic players, and he utilizes them well. I mean, he really has chosen the right people in the right spots, and and he's a great organizer. Just he's a great all around great guy. But you know, just sometimes he he like many coaches, many great coaches makes the wrong decision, and there you go. That's that's where you're that's where you end up. But the thing about Knoxville, and anybody in, in Knoxville who's listening knows what I'm talking about, but again, for those of you who don't know, Knoxville is probably the most, what's the right thing to say here? Uh, they're, they're definitely the moodiest city, I think, uh, in the in the Southeastern Conference, without a doubt, because if, you know, granted, Tennessee has had a rough period, I and mean, we've had a rough, you know, last time we beat Florida was 10, 11 years ago, that was when we were still great. Ever since then, we have had ups and downs. You know, we've had good seasons. We've had bad seasons. We've had, oh, my God, that was awful seasons. I mean, we've had ups and downs for the last decade or so. And and so, you know, obviously the Tennessee fans are tired. We're all really tired of, of dealing with this and dealing with, you know, bad moves and and, and lost games. It, it completely understandable. But we are so moody when it comes to coaches. You know, the thing about Butch Jones, I really like Butch Jones a lot. Like I said a second ago, he's a great guy. And everybody in Knoxville loves Butch Jones, too, until now, until he loses a game. And then they're like, well, fire Butch. You know, it's brick by brick with Butch. Oh, you lost a game? Well, let's fire Butch. No, it, that it, I hate that attitude. I hate that mentality. I don't understand that particular attitude. You can't have that in your heart. You can't say that about a coach just because they lose a game. He's not Derek Dooley. Although right now they do have the exact same record, so but Butch Jones will win more games. That that's as simple as that. But he's not Derek Dooley. He's not Lane Kiffin. He's a good guy. Like I said, I think he's the, probably the best coach that Tennessee has had uh, since Philip Fulmer. And and I want to read something here uh, that Steve Phillips, the former uh, news director of one of our local stations here in town, now works in Nashville. He said this on his Facebook page following the game. He said, and I quote. I am mystified by the venom aimed at Butch Jones. The guy inherited an absolute dysfunctional mess and has been recruiting his lights out. Fans got ahead of themselves expecting big things from a young team that lacks not only experience but depth. Yes, his game plans have been conservative, but they've had a chance against two good teams. I'm sure Butch and his staff are agonizing over what might have been and learning themselves. After having a revolving door at head coach, instability in the program, and a diminished reputation with recruits, I think he's done a remarkable job. If the fans turn on this team and staff and run Butch off, what coach in his right mind would take this job? Step away from the ledge, fans. The season isn't over. 
truth bomb just went off right there in front of you. But yeah, because we've got we've got plenty more games. That's the thing that everybody needs to remember is that the season isn't over yet. We're just getting really just started. We just had a few games, plenty of SEC games to come up. We've got Arkansas this Saturday, and then we're just going to progress from there, move on, so on and so forth. And you know, maybe well, maybe we'll beat Alabama. That'd be huge for us if we did that. Alabama been having some issues themselves this year so you know it, anything's in the air anything can happen you know we're, we're still very early on here and uh, hopefully we can keep a, a level head a happy head and and move on to the future and and see what holds for us for the rest of the 2015 season of tennessee football go vols you're listening to the smoking hot podcast The Smokin' Hot Toddcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report. And here we go. We are back. Welcome back to The Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy. We have returned, and we really didn't think that was going to happen. We thought that that was it. That was going to be the end of that. We would disappear into the wild forever, and uh, you'd never hear from us again, which maybe some of you would be okay with, but there's some out there who actually enjoy what we do, and apparently they realized that and brought us back. So here we are, Hot Toddy and Ollie, on The Ollie Report. And speaking of which, we got the big man himself on location covering a huge story that broke towards the end of last week. It is that of Speaker of the House John Boehner stepping down at the end of October. Ali is in our nation's capital covering the story and we'll get firsthand on what's going on up there. And now, without further ado, here is the one and only Ali. Ali, what's going on with you, buddy? No, what? Seriously? No, we're, we're back. We're actually doing this. Yes, uh, we discussed that. That's kind of why you're in Washington, D.C. right now. Oh, I thought you were just paying for a vacation up here. I, I'm just kind of hanging around at the moment. Uh-huh. So you don't have a report for us? Well, I mean, I do, but I, I just kind of thought I was just going to have it for funsies. But, okay, I, I, if, if we really do have something, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get into it. Why don't you do that before we actually do get kicked off? Biscuits! That's better. All right, so, Ollie, uh, what have you heard when it comes to the resigning of John Boehner? It's spelled boner! Do you realize that? Biscuits! Yeah, I do. <laughs> I think the whole world does, really, Ollie, but... Uh, and for, uh, he does, he pronounces it Boehner. Okay, anyway, I see a lot of white buildings up here. There's a lot of people, too. Most of them are politicians. Some are not. There's a big penis. It's John Boner. Ollie, for God's sake. Oh, wait, no. What is it? Monument. Washington Monument. My bad station. We're, we're off to a horrible start here, but really, what do you expect from this? Um, now, we all know the reason why John Boehner is deciding to leave. Well, we, we somewhat know the reason. We know that the visit from the Pope really moved him and made him feel that it was the right thing to do to step down. Have you spoken with Speaker Boehner to get to the nitty-gritty? Do we know exactly why he's stepping down to the point of why? My car broke down. I don't know what to do. I might need to get a new battery. Is there a Walmart nearby? Maybe Penn's Oil. There's a car. Again, it's it's Boehner. It's pres- it's pronounced Boehner. But it's spelled Boner. I know, Ollie, but it's not. Per- ne- Never mind. Have you spoken with Speaker Boehner? No. All right. <laughs> so you don't know the reason, the the full reason why he's stepping down, because some people are alluding to the fact that it could be a massive scandal, which could be breaking within the next few weeks. Have you heard anything about that? Hashtag butt cheeks. 
that would be a huge scandal, actually, if, if that broke out. Well, that, that's good to know. Uh, next question really comes down to this. Who is going to replace Speaker Boehner? Boehner! Shut up! Some people believe that it will be California Congressman Kevin McCarthy, who is another Republican. And this is worrying some Democrats because he said if he is elected Speaker of the House, he will be very harsh and come down hard on the White House. Have you heard any rumblings about who will replace Boehner and could it be McCarthy? I'm outside! I see things! I've seen some stuff, man! Boner! All right, well... You've pretty much answered all my questions, as always, Ollie. Thanks for this, and, uh, wow. I guess Podomatic really has a lot of faith in us to keep us around, especially with you at Part of the Helm. So, as always, Ollie, thanks for your crap, and we'll see you next week. Oh, wait, hot toddy. I've spoken with Speaker Boehner earlier today. He will not go into great detail about why he is leaving, but he says that the Pope's visit really made him come to his senses, and he felt he could do more good outside of Washington. The rumblings do continue about Congressman McCarthy that he could be the next Speaker of the House, but nothing has been carved into stone yet. I guess we'll find out in the coming weeks. I hate you. Boner! That's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News Ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week. And now, Hot Toddy gets interviewed by Miss Pingrino's cat, Teebs. Well, thanks for having me, Teebs. It's good to talk to you again. Yep, just getting the second season underway. Uh, first episode going on uh, right now, actually, as we speak. And uh, we're having a blast. It's a great time, and uh, we really look forward to this season. Well, we're not quite sure. We're just going to go and do as many as we can uh, through the spring, I guess, and we'll just see where it takes us from there. Yeah, we've got some specials coming up, especially Halloween and Christmas and uh, some other great stuff as well. It's going to be a fun season. Yep, everybody came back. D.A., Ollie, Doc, and of course, as you know, Miss Pingrino. <laughs> yeah, we're really excited about it. Look, there's really no reason to go there, Teebs. I just think... Teebs, I just think it's for the best that we just continue talking about... Listen, Teebs, now, I don't want to get upset here. I mean, this was supposed to be a nice interview talking about the second season of the Smoking Hot Podcast. I didn't... Teebs, please, I, I didn't expect any... I'm not going to let you get to me. No, I'm not listening to you. This is This is ridiculous. Don't... Stop changing the subject, Teebs. I mean, I'd never brushed you before. I didn't know you didn't like it. I just... Please don't bring that up. Look, some cats like their bellies rubbed. I didn't know that you... Damn it, Teebs. I'm not going to answer that. Nope. I'm out. Done. And that was Hot Toddy getting interviewed by Miss Pingrino's cat, Teebs. You know, this whole episode, of course, is based around the fact that all of us are really shocked that the Smoking Hot Todd came back for a second season. And uh, I, I myself am, am included in that. I, I, too, was very surprised but very excited about the fact that we got to come back. But the fact that we did, a little bit of a shock. In fact, I'll share with you now the moment I found out that we were coming back. I was just stopped by to visit Orson Welles at his home. And we got to talking about the frustration of having something that we've considered to be very artistic and nobody understand and nobody really want to help out on. Yes? Hey, Mr. Wells, it's Hot Toddy. Can I come in? Yes. Thanks. So what have you been up to? Well, the financing just fell through for the third time on Don Quixote. That sucks. Why? It's the damn money, men. You never know who's a windbag and who's got the goods. And then they all think they're directors. Oh, tell me about it, right? You know, we finished up the Toddcast over the summer. It was a lot of fun. People seemed to enjoy it. 
but I still haven't gotten the call back if we're going to get to do a second season. It's driving me mad. I just just can't stand it when you're left wondering if your work is worth doing. Tell me about it. Oh, Mr. Wells, is it all worth it? It is when it works. You know, the one film of mine where I had total control, the studio hated it, but they didn't get to touch a frame. Visions are worth fighting for. Why spend your life making someone else's dreams? You know what? You're right. I'm not going to stand for this. I don't care what Potomatic says. If they don't like the Toddcast, they don't have to have the Toddcast. I'll move it somewhere else. They don't have to have it. I'll tell you this, Mr. Wells. The Toddcast is going to continue somewhere. Somehow, it's going to keep going. I'm not afraid to say it. If they don't want to have it, they don't have to have it. I'll never... Hello? Okay. Great. Well, uh, we'll get right back on it. We'll get started. Thanks. Yeah, that was the Potomatic people. We're coming back for a second season. What? Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. That's the spirit, I think. Hot toddy. Hot toddy. Hot toddy. You're tuned into the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good. Hey, does this soup make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. Well, what has taken more lives this year than shark attacks? Are you ready for this? Selfies. There have been more selfie-related deaths this year in 2015 than have been deaths from shark attacks. At least 12 people have died from taking selfies, while only 8 have died in shark attacks. This has gotten so bad that some governments in the world have introduced measures to reduce the risk of accidents. Get this, in Australia, a 16-story rock that resembles a wedding cake has been roped off because even though there have been plenty of warnings that it could collapse at any time, people continue to take photos with it. And that's just a piece of the puzzle selfies apparently can be very dangerous so much so that governments have to get involved to keep you safe so sad yet so dumb at the same time just be safe out there when you're taking those pictures all right oh wow look over there it's a bear oh this calls for a selfie biscuit hold on don't move don't move hold it right there bear ducks and deuces bitches thanks bear On the Smoking Hot Toddcast. The podcast, the Smoking Hot Toddcast, returns this coming week. All right. Yeah, I've not done. I we 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 wrapped up. You got to be funny quick, Todd. I know, I know. I've got to figure out. What, I've still have no idea what we're going to do for it this week. Uh, but I'm I'm just happy they're letting us come back. That's all I'm saying. They're letting <laughs> on, you come. Are you banned? On, on, no, no. Did pun- you show? Did you somehow show nudity on this? Uh, there's podcast? no way. Either you really can't show nudity on a podcast. No. Um, no, we we do it on Podomatic.com, and uh, I'm just glad they're not fed up with us. So I'm it seems like seems like many of the podcasters enjoyed uh, our show, so uh, I'm 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 just happy they 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 allow me to continue to do what I do. I pay ten dollars a month to have a a site a, a page on that site, so you know. 
not bad. You know, thanks Just for thanks for, for some, letting us come back. Look for some information, some information, some inspiration though, some funny inspiration. inspiration. Well, I mean, I've been watching a lot of American Dad. Yeah, I've, so I've been that helps. I've been drawing my inspiration from Roger the Alien. I listen to a lot of other podcasts and think about some of the things they do, kind of taking into consideration. Certain things, of course. A lot of the podcast, a lot of podcasts, just do what we do here. We just talk. They just talk, you know, about Fair different enough. things. And well, I what I do on the on the podcast is essentially that, but I also add in a little, you know, a few other things. Of course, Ollie makes uh, numerous. You can have Ollie interview Donald Trump. I'm. It's going to happen. <laughs> He's say gonna something happen. bigoted. Mm-hmm, exactly. Say something like that. Uh, that's what I'm. That's what we're hoping for. Eventually, is for him to do that. We're 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 pushing him out there, uh, talking about a Boehner resigning from Speaker of the House. Did you hear about that? I did not. John, I did not uh, know. John Boehner uh, resigned. will be resigning at the end of Can October. Can you have him address, address him as John Boner? I, I will be. He will be addressing him as okay. John Boner. Uh, Why did he resign? You're get good? this. You know, the Pope visited the United States right. this week. Uh, he was in uh, Washington, well, D.C. Yeah, I yesterday. did see that. I have in, seen the Pope coverage. He was in New York today, D.C. yesterday. And uh, apparently <laughs> the Pope's visit was so moving to Boehner that... His words resonated with him in a way that convinced him that it would be the smarter idea to step down as Speaker of the House. Uh, Conan made a joke about when can the when can the uh, Pope speak with Donald Trump? That was the big <laughs> joke there. I mean, because seriously, I mean, it's it's crazy. I, I don't. Apparently, the, the words of the I Pope. Feel like a big scandal's coming down the pike well, for John. That's Boehner. what. Who was it that tweeted that out? I think it was. Oh, it was Tyrone from our morning show on Star. <laughs> Tweeted the same thing when he when the news broke. He said, "I smell a scandal coming. There you has are, to be a scandal." You're spot on, Tyrone. Exactly. Tapolo is is spot on on that right there. But seriously, because how do you just up and leave all of a sudden? I don't understand that. I mean, I, the Pope. Granted, this is probably the greatest Pope that we have. Ha- that, yes, that, that this, we've ever had. That this planet has ever had. He's. I've the, read he about other popes. They aren't so great. No, the the other some popes have been. Some well, of them are you know, pretty some, damn bad. So, yeah, some are horrible people. You know, and then you know the last pope resigned because he essentially just kept ignoring uh, the rape. <laughs> yeah, the rape. You know, the, That's ignoring what we're the oh, there is the no rape. rape. Uh, well, I'm, I'm ignoring the rape. The rape is there, but I'm ignoring it. I mean, he just ignored the rape. This pope is like, look, stop touching children. And gays can get married. Gays. What is wrong with gay people? What is wrong with people living their lives? I don't understand this. It's 2015. See, get he washes with it. the feet of prisoners. He does. That's he believes damn. in climate change. He believes in, and it doesn't. I saw this. I feel like I really hope it's true, but I'm not sure if it is. It showed like a lot of the repu- um, conservative commentators saying that the Pope needs to uh, leave climate change to the scientists. And then oh, well, the next yeah. caption is Pope is uh, Pope Francis, and like the title says, like, well, the Pope actually is a scientist. He has an advanced degree in chemistry from Boom. some. Truth I'm just bomb. not. I haven't. I'm not sure if that's Truth true bomb. though. I feel like we got to. I, I got to look this up. Hold we'll, on. we'll have to look it up. But you know, Ted Cruz is now calling for the head of the Pope. I mean, essentially, not literally, but he's like he's saying that the Pope should be forced to resign now because of everything that he said. I mean, it it's oh, people doing the journalism. He's doing the journalism thing, but no, the the Wikipedia know. journalism. My my deal is if the if the Pope is that good, uh, there should be no complaints, even if you don't agree with him. My God, this man is amazing. That's all. That's what I'm thinking. But what does he have a degree? And what is if he does? Uh, if we'll he see. does, will he have um, an in? Oldest of five children, born in Italy. Uh, wait, no, he's born. Yeah, yeah, he's born in Flores. Uh, no, he was born in Buenos Aires. Sorry, that's I'm all right. Sorry, people. 
Sorry, of sorry, Elsa everyone. Five children. Sorry, Pope. I know you're listening. An Italian immigrant. I hope. Uh, what if we got the Pope? Come on, yes. Pope Francis. You're good people. I'm not religious, but you're good exactly. People. I'm like, I'm not religious either, and I love this guy. He's the greatest ever. Let's see. What do you uh, say? What is it? What is it? What are you looking? <sighs> oh, and it's a Pope. time. Todd. Well, I'm sorry. Well, I was I was getting ready to say that the Pope's favorite podcast, of course, because he, he's an avid podcast listener. He enjoys Tell Him Steve Dave. He enjoys uh, Last Week on Earth with with Ben Glebe. But his favorite one is the Smoking Hot Toddcast. So thank, big shout-out to the Pope for that. Just saying. He Thanks did graduate that. with a chemical technician's diploma from a technical secondary school, Escuela Tecnica Industrial. Uh, good, good pronouncing. Okay. Well, hey, that was I'm good. trying. I'm trying. But you're doing here. good. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not making fun of you. This good. Let's see. Uh, before joining the Jes- Jesuits, he worked as a bar bouncer and as a janitor sweeping floors. And he also ran tests in a chemical laboratory. In the only known health crisis of his youth, uh, suffered from life-threatening pneumonia and three cysts. He had part of a lung excised shortly afterwards. Uh, let see. Lifelong supporter of the San Lorenzo de, Alma- de Almagro Football Club. So props to them. They, the Pope is a fan, guys. Yeah. He's also a fan of the films of Tita Morello, Neorealism, and Tango Dancing with an intense fondness for the traditional music of Argentina I, and Uruguay known as the Milonga. I bet he's a so. secret Pulp Fiction fan. I'm just That's what I'm throwing out to yeah, you. He's, feel, he's just that he's, awesome. I feel like he's one of those guys who's done Samuel L. Jackson impersonations oh, yeah. in the mirror. Oh, yeah, you know, get these snakes off this plane. I can I can. Yeah, he just, doesn't, he just can't say mother ever. He he's, can't, no. Or he, he'll, he'll do it, like, he'll do it while doing Hail Marys and stuff, you know, he'll be all right. He'll seek confession, but who mm-hmm. can he seek confession from? He's the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> pope He's Fran. the Pope. Who, pope. Ca- who, how, where does, who does the Pope confess to? God? Well, I guess God. He, yeah, he probably confessed to God. That's right. I don't, see, he, that's, he would probably find somebody to confess to that it would seem heartwarming. See, that's <laughs> the problem with Catholicism. There's all this rank. You know, it, it, it's like you talk to... To your boss, and then your his you know, that boss will talk to his boss. God is the big boss of the corporation. You know, and the other religions you just talk straight to God. So he, you know, it's it's very Catholicism is a very very difficult religion. He has, I won't say he's dismantled the like the Catholic hierarchy, no, he but has. he he more or less has, doesn't acknowledge it. He and doesn't. doesn't, I guess, Mm-mm. doesn't uh, support it as much as any other. No, yeah, he doesn't. Which is which he is recognizes good. what is important. He recognizes that the world changes every so often, and we need to keep up with it. That's all we're saying. Simple as even that. atheists go to heaven in this pope's world. Damn right. Damn right. Damn right. See, this so, is this is why they brought the Toddcast back because we talk because about damn stuff, right. Because damn right, we talk about stuff like this. Because I put stuff like this on the podcast. That's why. That's what makes it great. That's right. That's why you bring us back. That's why we do a second season. It's not, Hell yeah. Yeah. Second, it really is like a season. And now, an important message from Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump. And that was an important message from Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump. And there you have it. Episode one of season two of the Smoking Hot Toddcast is down in the books, and we just getting started, baby. That's right. We've got tons more heading your way in the coming weeks, including a Halloween special, a Christmas special, all kinds of great stuff. We're really excited, and we know you are too. And that's why we encourage you to tune in next week for another great episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Until then, this is Hot Toddy saying, see ya.